This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody! Episode 37 of the RR Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, Ruel. How are you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic, my friend. And congratulations, oh. by the way, on 10 years of <laughs> Rotter Runs Through. I'm so excited and happy for you, but I'm also blown away that you've been doing this for 10 years. 10 years. 10 years! To uh, quote Gross Point Blank, uh, one of my wife's favorite. <laughs> we always just out 10 years for no reason. But today, it actually... Right. I've been doing this, folks, since 20. Tw- uh, since 2012, when I first picked up that little iPhone 4 and decided to film a game, and honestly, I had no expectation it would go this long or grow this big or expand. This is by my the the thing that has made me happiest over 10 years of doing this is um, you know bringing Ruel onto the channel and getting to do this show with him every week and bringing Shay onto the channel and now Kimberly Tolson is starting to knock it out of the park and hopefully if all goes well folks at the end of this week the latest contributing channel uh, is going to show up they've got a phenomenal run through of Radlands I can't wait for everybody to see it and uh, yeah the sky's the limit this first 10 years have worked out pretty well We'll see how the next 10 years go. But it's interesting, Ruel, that you should mention the number 10. Because our sponsor this week is Fun Again Games. And in case you didn't notice on the uh, logo screen, this week until April 25th, if you are at all interested in anything you might see for sale at funagain.com, if during checkout you use the secret code R&R, or I should say R ampersand R, right? That's what the and is. It's an ampersand, I believe. Yes. Yes, okay, cool. I thought I lost you there for a second. Um, If you use that code, you will get 10% off your purchase, which I had no idea they were going to offer this this week. It's a total coincidence as they're doing this uh, in the month of our 10th anniversary. So we're just going to say that, oh, to celebrate, we pulled an extra little uh, something special for you folks, although that wasn't the case at all. Um, but it works out. It, yeah, it, it works, works out pretty well. And um, especially, there's even more savings to be had because uh, Funnigan Games uh, is sponsoring the show, which means one lucky viewer today will also get a $50 gift certificate from Funnigan Games um, that they can use for towards their shipping or towards their purchases. Well, how do they get that? Well, the way you're going to get it, folks, is just watch the show, listen carefully, and one of us is going to say the secret word during a game that we're talking about. And today's secret word is donuts. Yes, those wonderful, delectable breakfast treats that we all know and love. Donuts. One of us is going to say it, and what you need to do is write down the or type in the name of the game that one of that we're talking about at that time, and then send that game or the game title over to an email at rado contest at rado.com, and you'll be entered to win the giveaway. So again, the secret word is donuts. One of us is going to say it. Be sure to uh, pay attention. Yes, sadly, the secret word is not fritters, which would be my preference. <laughs> but I just had. Uh, my, the rug pulled out from under me in the pre-show for today. We were talking about donuts, and somebody in the audience pointed out that an apple fritter, which is the greatest donut in the world, is not technically a donut, which yeah, I reject we... flat out. <laughs> Fritters are still the best donuts, and I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> now, we again, for in the pre-show, we did sort of argue what the best donuts were, but 
we were both, our worlds were rocked when we found out <laughs> apple fritters were not considered donuts. I'm still sort of blown away by that. I'm going to have to stand with you, Richard. I think donuts, so fritters are donuts. They may not be the best. I, my favorites are tiger tails, but what are you going to do? At least ah, yes. we can agree that they're both donuts. Well, folks, that was a brief sneak peek at just the kind of silliness you can get in the R&R Extended Edition. If you hit that eye up in the top right corner screen or follow the links in the show notes, there's like an extra hour of us talking about donuts and game-related things. I promise. Uh, We did a very loving retrospective of one of our combined favorite designers of all time today. We'll be doing some Q&A after the show. So if you like the R&R, but you felt like, I want more. How can I get more? Hit that I. Follow links in the show notes to watch the extended edition. But... All that out of the way, we are going to be counting down um, our top 10 games we would go out and buy right now, which is an episode we do once a month, trying to keep our finger on the pulse of new stuff that has come out, or sometimes older stuff that you can just find for an incredible deal, and it's just impossible to pass that up. Are you ready to go? Do you have your 10 um, queued up, Ruel? Yes, I am ready to go. I am fired up to talk about these games because I would definitely drop some cash on all of these right now. Okay, so. well then, folks, um, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, and be listening for one of us to say the word donuts, and you know what to do after the show. You will have a week to um, get your entry in. Uh, we don't draw until the following um, Tuesday, so you have until the 26th of April to get your entry in. And we actually, during the extended edition of the show, is when we announce the winner. Uh, You have until the 25th, which is Monday of next week, to use the special code R, ampersand R, R and R, during checkout to get 10% off anything uh, that you want to pick up at Fun Again. And hey, maybe some of the ones we're about to talk about might pique your interest. So Ruel, with that out of the way, what is our number 10? Our number 10 is a game that... I saw first, uh, thanks to you, and oh, yeah. let's see if it's going to pop up here, thanks to one of your run-throughs, it's Flourish. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Flourish, I mean, it looks beautiful. Uh, maybe it's the the springtime that's gotten in me, but um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think it's just a beautiful garden-building game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, card drafting and set collection. You're creating a garden. I thought it was interesting that you would point it out that you could play it solo, like cooperatively, or you can play competitively. I always like having those options. Yep. And uh, what really caught my eye was not only the beautiful artwork and stuff, but just the way it's draft. Uh, you do the draft, right? You take a card, you're going to play one, but you're also going to give cards to your neighbors at the same time. Correct. Uh, so, And then you're going to eventually use those um, you know, as the game continues. And that reminded me of one of my favorite games. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played a game by called Zany Penguins. I have um, never even heard of Zany Penguins. It's it's a Bruno Cathala game oh, wow. from back okay. in the day. A small box game. And he had a similar mechanism where you're playing cards, but you're also giving cards to the players on your left and right. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's got a little bit of uh, area majority, but you know that, that's a different type of game. But that's what this reminded me of. And that's why I really, really want to play this game. And it's on sale right now at Fun Again for a couple of bucks off. And mm-hmm. this will be a great cha- uh, chance to ch- uh, check it out. And that is... Flourish. Uh, I'll let you speak a little more because you have experience with the game. Um, that is a I good choice. You and Jen enjoyed it, right? Oh yeah, we both liked it quite a bit. Now uh, you're bearing the lead. This is from the same design couple as Everdell. Yes, yeah, that was that was another thing I wanted to mention. Yes, uh, James <laughs> Wilson and his partner. I I, I forget her. Uh, uh, I forget her name, but uh, yeah, his partner. They, they uh, Clarissa did, uh, Wilson. 
yeah, Clarissa James Wilson. and Clarissa right. Wilson. Um, and you know, this is, don't get me wrong. I mean, Everdell is a beautiful, wonderful, charming, gateway-ish uh, worker placement game. This, as you said, is a card drafting game. But unlike Sushi Go or Seven Wonders, where every turn you're going to pick one card for yourself and then just hand the rest to your neighbor, you know, that's just kind of become the norm. In this game, you pick one for yourself, you pick one for the player to the left, you pick one for the player to the right, and then you draw three more cards and refill your hand. So unlike most drafting games, you have a lot of control over your hand. And often you're like, okay, this is an incredibly powerful card, but it's hugely risky. If I were to play this right now, I know people would ensure I never get what I need to finish this. They'll never, it'll never show up in the draft because I'll reveal what I want. I will keep it secret and keep it safe and then play it like the second to the last round. But that means you are clogging up your hand um, and uh, you're, that means you're having to give other stuff away to your opponents. There's a lot of really clever stuff. And um, it also came, like you said, with different modes. You could play cooperatively. It also came with several different modules you could turn on that uh, take it from just kind of a gateway play plus into an incredibly crunchy game uh, with a lot of positional element, uh, you know, elements when you play the cards out in front of you. Beautiful, gorgeous game. And um, honestly, I was kind of surprised it didn't get more attention from folks considering the pedigree uh, since it's from the Everdell folks. Uh, a good yeah. number 10. An excellent number 10, I should say. Flourish. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, don't, I was wondering about that because I didn't, I had no idea who the designers were until I, you know, dove a little deeper into the BGG page. I was like, oh wow, Everdell. I'm like, I don't know if they, if you know, for whatever reason they didn't hype that up or whatever. But yeah, um, that's our start for the list. Number ten. What do we have for number nine? I'm glad you asked. Let me uh, go on ahead and tell you because this is another one that I kind of feel is fall. You know what you would call it? Not sliding under the radar. Flying under, the, flying under the radar. Flying under the radar. I, yeah. I, I do not understand why our number nine public market has not caught the attention of players quite as much. Because it is from the designed super trio of um, Molly Johnson, Robert Melvin, and uh, Sean Stankowitz. And I mean, I mean, you know... Obviously, we're both hardcore gamers. We know who these are. But in case you don't, let's talk about their games instead. Um, Truffle Shuffle, Verdant, 10, Point Salad, Dollars to Donuts. These three have been putting out some of the coolest usually often food-themed games over the last <laughs> few years. And the thing about Public Market, which is a, uh, a commercial fishing simulation, is by far their heaviest game. These three tend to put out very simple, lightweight, you know, gateway uh, games. You know, I, I think probably Point Salad is their biggest hit to date. But this one is much richer, and there's a lot going on. Every round, you're going to have a worker placement auction, where it takes worker placement and uses it in auction style to determine player order and what bonuses everybody gets. And uh, player order determines who's going to get first dibs on these awesome Tetrisy polyomino pieces. We talked about this in a recent show, how most polyomino games just stick to Tetris. You have the S, you have the L, you have the O. This game says, to heck with it. How about the question mark? How about the lowercase h? You get really complex pieces, kind of like Isle of Cass. You're trying to squ- Squeeze them all in to your ice chest because they represent all the fish that you're catching. And now, the whole game could be that. Oh, we auction to see who gets the fish first, and we're just trying to pack them in tight and efficiently into our ice chest. But then there's this whole other element of the game because there are catches of the day, and you're trying to collect certain types. There's an economy because you have to take them back and sell them on the open market, and you're racing to be the first to fulfill these contracts. So there is a lot going on. And if you like... 
heavier polyomino games. Anybody who likes Isle of Cats, um, not for the cats necessarily, because this is all about fish, but for the really rich, intricate gameplay that goes so far above and beyond what you normally give with this type of game, you really owe it to yourself to check out our number nine, Public Market. I, you know, I remember this game when it came out, and yes, it, it, it's totally fine under the radar because I didn't even know it was by this trio of designers who I love. All those games, Point Salad, Truffle Shuffle, everything. Wow, I need to play this game ASAP, especially if it's got polyominoes. Oh my gosh, this sounds like my jam. Yeah, I, I think I, I think um, you'll be really surprised because, again, it's much heavier than most. And another thing, too, when I was actually making my half of this list, I tend to go and, you know, with the games I'm picking, I also looked, well, where are these available? And I was really surprised. This is pretty much sold out almost everywhere. But Fun Again still has Ooh. copies of it. And, okay. um, and hey, this week, you can get 10% off with the uh, code um, R&R. <laughs> um, but anyway... Uh, that's number uh, nine. What's number eight? Let's move on to our number eight. Our number eight is Hero Realms, the Lost Village campaign deck. Oh, I see. So, yes, Hero Realms, I absolutely love. It's a deck building game. Um, if you know Star Realms uh, from the same company, Wise Wizard Games, a uh, fantastic deck builder. Hero Realms is a the- retheme of that. Rather than sci-fi, it's heroes. But it's a little more combo-y from what I, uh, from what I remember. And you know, I, I really enjoy it. But they also do this really cool thing where it's normally a competitive game, but they put out these campaign-style games, which are cooperative games. And you mm-hmm. you have a story that you follow. Uh, the first one was called uh, The Ruin of Thundar. Yeah. And this is the new one, The Lost Village. So this picks up where the last campaign left off, which I played part of. I don't think I've completed the first campaign. But I just thought it was really cool. You have an adventure book. It has different chapters you're going to read through. And what's really neat, and I don't know if you played this one, Richard, This is you get character packs that you can level up your you have asymmetric powers and then when you do the campaign you can level up as well oh it's so much fun um and i'm looking forward to this next uh, adventure i mean i need to complete the first one but i'm looking (laughs) forward to this one as well uh the lost village uh the hero realms uh next uh campaign yeah 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 yeah. i um we played the previous one ruins of thundar or thandar um i did a run through of it if you want to check it out and here's the deal i don't understand uh ruel why people play star realms when they could play hero realms uh, to me, yeah. I mean, there's so much more going on with that game, and and honestly, I I really enjoy the the you know the rich, vibrant, colorful fantasy world rather than just a bunch of generic spaceships in space. I mean, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Star Realms is is hugely popular, but uh, Hero Realms, which is basically a fantasy version of Star Realms, got so much more interesting when you started getting these campaign boxes coming out. And like I said, this yeah. is the second one, a good good choice. Yeah. Uh, do do you know is this an expansion, or is it a fully standalone? I believe it's a fully standalone, but okay. it does continue the story of right. uh, Thandar. Yeah. Cool, cool, I keep cool. saying Thundar. I'm thinking Thundar the Barbarian. <laughs> I don't know why. but Do not tempt me, or I will just literally verbatim spit out the entire opening, the entire three-minute opening of Thundar Barbarian, as I loved that show so much as a kid. Ariel O'Clock Ride is... I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Demon Dogs! Lords of Light! Oh my gosh. Anyway. Where's our Where's it. our Thunder the Barbarian board game industry? Come right? on, yeah, Where, that someone's got to have pick up Renegade Games. You're giving us GI Joe. You're giving us Transformers. Put yeah. that stuff to the side. Bring us the Jack Kirby goodness. Bring us Thundar the Barbarian. We want Thundar. We Absolutely. want Thundar bad. Now that yeah. um, wow, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
That was another little sneak peek as the kind of stuff that normally happens during the extended edition yep. of the show. It kind of bled into the main show here where we're trying to, to stay on target. Sorry about that, folks. All right. <laughs> Alrighty, cool. Well, that was an excellent entry. I, um, yeah, I totally missed that one. But let's move on now to number seven, Riverside. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And, uh, yeah, this is, a, again, I... I, I... I'm surprised. I, I seem to gravitate this week towards the uh, the under-the-radar games. Um, although, to be fair, I think um, Riverside had a very small release originally in Europe. And I think it was very, very difficult to get your hands on for a while. And I think it might still be pretty tough to find. But um, Fun Again has it. And uh, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, folks, this is great. This is one of the best rolling rights that came out last year. And you don't have to take my word for it. Uh, Z Garcia of the Dice Tower put this game in his top 10 of the year. Um, so that's big. And uh, and with good reason. It is a game where we are running a, uh, a what do you call it, a cruise line through um, the Nordic Fjords. And every round, we're going to roll a bunch of dice that kind of represent the potential tourists who will be on your boat. And also kind of represent the crew as well. And we're going to draft these dice and use them to fill up different lines uh, while actually moving through a little map of the Fjord and trying to kind of push our luck because we want to get um, our boats, uh, you know, our, our yellow boat, which is a boat full of people who want to see wildlife, let's say. They want to go to particular stops. And the, the main boat that works along the map is going to just go on this certain path around. And you're like, okay, do I have enough time to get more people into the yellow boat before we get to this yellow stop? No, I don't. Okay, then I'm not going to get out of this yellow stop. I'm going to keep on going and try to get to the second one. Because if I can actually completely fill my boat up and stop at the second one, even though it's not as lucrative, the wildlife isn't as good there, um, I can also combine it with people who want to um, see... uh uh, restaurants or hotels because there's another stop over there. Maybe I can combine those two things together. So there's this really interesting board presence where the ship is going to move whether you like it or not and you're trying to fill up your own private boat to um, really leverage the main board as fast as you can but everybody's doing the same thing at the same time and it is a it is definitely on the heavier end. This is not a... Um, a Hadrian's Wall. Um, but I would say this is uh, definitely getting up towards maybe a Fleet the Dice game level of complexity here. And it is phenomenal. It's fun. It's fast playing. It's got a very interesting take on dice drafting, quite unlike anything else out. It's from the designers of Avenue, which is still to this day, I think, one of the best rolling rights of all time. So I highly recommend um, Riverside. And like I said, it's not just me. Uh, Z Garcia of the Dice Tower. I think it was his number six best game of the year. And it's wow. available right now. And it comes in as our number seven. Yeah, that that's uh, that looks awesome, and I know that uh, there's a few of my gaming friends. You know, when it came out, we talked about but we couldn't get our hands on it. it yeah, was, exactly. You know, it was just tough to get a uh, get a copy. So there it is, folks. It's now available. Great yep. choice. Uh, let's move on to number six. Uh, this is 
let me see if I got this right here. Number six is Momiji. Momiji, I believe it's Okay, pronounced. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah or, this is a, a game where you're collecting autumn leaves from the Imperial Garden in ancient Japan. And, you know, I just, I love the aesthetic of this game. It's a card drafting set collection game, which, you know, I... I just love these type of games, and you start with you know your leaf cards. You have their landscape powers, and you're going to collect leaves, play leaves, and then get objectives. Now, those objectives are going to activate them at certain points of the game, and when you activate them, that means everyone can score them. Okay. And, yeah, the reason why this one caught my eye: the designer Francesco Testini, <sighs> co-designer of not only Tang Garden, which I know we both played, but also the new Viticulture uh, World. Expanded. Yes. He's, part of that uh, I did uh, not know game. that I did not know this was a Testini yeah. game I'm a big yes. Testini booster uh, yeah. ever since so I played um, what was uh, his game about um, the uh, the Terracotta Army oh um, which I can't think of the Gian? name of now but, Gian? Uh, is that how it's pronounced uh, Gian? Gian Yang something like that Gian? yeah it's X-I-A-N or something I, yeah I think yeah that's, yeah yeah, he's, uh, I mean, the the artwork in this is beautiful. I mean, yes. the fact that he's designed, you know, Tang Garden, which is another gorgeous game. Um, and then uh, the fact that he's involved with Viticulture World, that to me is an instant buy. I mean, I need to play this game. Xion, X-I-A-N is Momiji. the other one. Um, which one? Uh, Xion was, was uh, Xion. yeah, yeah. Xion. which is a fantastic yeah. game too, which we've actually covered in a previous games we would buy now because oh. Xion is also available at Fun Again in nice. um, their discount because they've got a lot of copies of it and it's a phenomenal game. But no, I had no idea this was, a, if I'd known this was a Testini game, this would have been on my list, definitely. Yeah. I mean, look at it, just those tiles that you're looking, I mean, look how beautiful this game it, is, It's right? stunning, I mean, yes. I love uh, games like this, and this is the type of game. Again, it's gonna uh, you know uh, play not quickly, but it's it's a shorter shortish game. But it's the type of game that I will get to the table often because uh, Michelle loves these games as well. So perfect game for me and my partner, and that's our number six on the list, Momiji. Okay, good call. Wow, I right, you uh, you opened my eyes to that. I completely missed the boat there. Although I'm I'm looking at it just now, and I come back to the browser. Uh-huh. I think you're too late. They're out of stock. Oh no. oh no! So we make this list on the previous night, oh. folks. We send it wow. to a friend of ours who adjudicates and makes sure we don't have any overlap, and then we do it. And apparently, since last night, they sold out. Wow! Oh no! That's a bummer. Well, that is a bummer. It on well, your wish list, folks. Maybe that, it'll. There come you back go. There you go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that sounds very, very cool. And um, so that means, Ruel, after we're done and we get to the Q and A portion in the extended edition, you'll have to talk about some of the other games that were on your list because I had a bunch That's more true. I could talk about besides what we're Same. talking about right now. Um, but anyway, okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, slightly less cool, but now I'm actually bummed. You really sold me on that. Yeah, Testini right. is the man to watch in a big, yeah. big way. But. Uh, that was still number six, and I'm going to have to say number five. Um, I'm actually surprised I'm talking about this, because I figured it's probably... I'm sure this made your shortlist as well. Isle of Cats, Explore and Draw. You know, okay, so honestly, it was on my list, but I... I I thought we had talked about this before, but then I realized, no, we didn't talk about it. We actually played it. Yes, that's right. We talked about it on a list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Fantastic choice. Oh, yeah. I love this game. Yep. Oh, it's so great. And folks, again, you don't have to take our word for it. Um, although, again, this is a phenomenal... I guess it's not a roll and write, because there's no dice rolling. It's a uh, flip and write, because every round, there's a grid of cards that have all kinds of different cats that we're trying to rescue. They come in all kinds of crazy shapes and sizes, much like Public Market before us. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I love a polyomino game that doesn't just have the S, the L, the I, and the O, that really makes you work hard trying to fit all these different 
disparate pieces together. Um, and uh, every round, you are going to pick one column, and you have to take all the cards from that column whether you like it or not. So that really very tension-filled, brutal draft, and then fill up your boat with these by actually drawing them in. Uh, and the game actually comes with a huge variety of colored pens, um, and you can really get very artistic as you're actually filling your boat up. Uh, but again, like I said, don't take our word for it. This is a phenomenal game. I love it to pieces. I think I actually like it more than the original Isle of Cats. Um, but if you'd like to try it for yourself, do a search for Rado, um, Isle of Cats, Explore and Draw, and you will be able to watch a me and Ruel play this game with the audience. You will be able to download your own version of this boat, print it out in black and white, and see if you can beat our scores. And I think after you are done with that, you might want to come on back and say, uh, yeah, that might be worth picking up um, because it is absolutely fantastic. The Isle of Cats, explore and draw. Yeah, you know, after our game, I, I thought about it a lot that weekend. After oh, yeah. I had so much fun playing with you and the audience and I started thinking, you know what? I may have to join you on that boat of I may prefer this one over the original. I, I It's really close, but they're both phenomenal yes. games, but great choice at number five. Yep. Love Explore and Draw, Isle of Cats. Okay, uh, let's move on to our number four game, games that we buy right now. Uh, this one is actually a reimplementation of one of my favorite auction games of all time. For sale, it is For Sale Autorama. Okay. 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 So this one is a game that was, you know, it's based on uh, the same uh, designer and also... It's Stephen Dora, I believe, right? Yeah, Stephen Dora. Yeah, but it re-implements for sale. So for sale, it's about real estate. This one's about uh, buying and selling cars. And uh, it's one of the great auction games of all time. I agree. Uh, the, the original. And this one takes, it adds one more step to it where not, not only are you buying and selling cars, but at the start, you're hiring advisors, and those are going to uh, uh, affect gameplay. Oh, wow. Uh, somewhat. I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen any reviews of this yet. So this is still relatively new. And I, there's the advisors. You can see it right there. They're going to help you, I believe, uh, buy or sell cars in the next two rounds. So instead of two rounds, now it's three rounds. And just based on the original game, I mean, this is uh, one of my favorites of all time. I need to get this Oh, one. my goodness. Uh, Forza Autorama. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was just a straight-up reskin. Hey, oh, we just replaced yeah. houses and real estate with cars. I didn't know it was actually adding new gameplay as well. Yeah. I, I didn't either until I did a little deep dive. I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely going on list so yeah you know you had recently just played for sale for the first time for the correct? first time yeah the problem with for sale is it's a three-player minimum game and i was just looking yep. maybe they switched to nope it's still a three-player minimum game unfortunately three. yeah but yeah i mean a lot of people consider this to be one of the best if not the greatest um you know auction board games of all time and it is so brilliant and for Stefan dora to come back and then add new stuff unique player powers wow that's yeah. a really big deal. It's interesting. When I was making my list, I noticed regular for sale is on here as well for like a super low price, like ten ninety nine or something like that. Oh. It was so oh. low, I almost put it on the list. And then I saw, oh, there's this Autorama one. And there's another um, a spinoff of for sale as well. And um, mm. But I just assumed, oh, they're just re-themes. And since they're brand new, they cost so much more. No, they cost more because they changed the gameplay. That yeah. is very, very cool. Yeah, very excited about this one. That's why it's our number four, For Sale Autorama. Wow, nice one. Again, Thank you. I had no idea you caught me. I mean, I looked at these things. I clearly did not look closely enough. But uh, my number three, or our number three, uh, this one I have played, and here's the deal. Welcome to the Moon. I need to play it a little bit more. 
because my first experience with it was at the uh, Dice Tower West Live uh, convention we both just got back from in March. And I played it... Oops, that's the wrong button. I played it with a bunch of folks. And I mean, I, I've played Welcome To. I'm sure you played Welcome To as well, which is a, a flip and write all about building up the ideal... Uh, suburban neighborhood. The um, Welcome to the Moon, it changes the setting. We are now doing the same kind of, of, of card drafting, bingo style, flip and write stuff. But instead of making a perfect suburbia, we are trying to make rocket ships to get to the moon. And um, it's interesting. The, the game actually comes with, I think, six or seven different unique player sheets. And they're not sheets. They're actually dry erase markers. So you can just use them over and over again. And the thing is, each one of these sheets tells a different different chapter in our colonization of the moon. First, just getting the ship loaded up. Then, making the trip to the moon. Then, building the base on the moon. And every one of these, even though they run with the same core um, flip, brilliant flip, flip and ride of the Welcome To series, radically changes the gameplay. And here's the deal. I played the first one and the second one. The first one is very similar to the regular game, just a couple of tweaks. The second one, which um, is like playing Welcome To, where there's only one street, but you are subdividing the street as you play into multiple ones. That only makes sense to people who played Welcome To, but it was so incredibly brilliant. It was all of us who were playing this. Dice Star West agreed. This is one of the most brilliant um, takes on, on um, roll and rights we have ever seen. And it completely destroys Welcome To. I'm getting rid of my original Welcome To and all the cool little spin-offs I've got because Welcome to the Moon comes with like six completely unique takes on the game, tells a whole story you work your way through, and here's the deal. I haven't gotten a chance to play it with Jen yet. I really want to, because this could squeeze into my... I'm, and, um, in May, I'm going to be doing an updated top 10 for 2021. This might make it in. It is wow. so... So good. Now, I will give one warning. The first mission has some really bad rulebook content. It's very hard to figure out how the first mission is played. So you have to go and download the FAQ from the publisher to even understand how to play because they just made some really bad moves. But the second one, which was so brilliant, unlike anything I've ever seen before, and really blew all our socks off, was easy to play, easy to learn. So I expect it's probably just the first mission that needs that FAQ. But yeah, I've got to play more of this. I've got to expose Gen 2, and I'm hoping to get it done this month so I can decide if it's literally one of the 10 best games of 2021. If it's not one of the 10 best, it's one of the 20 best. Easy. Wow. Welcome to wow. the moon. Great call. And I remember having this conversation with you, um, I think offline, um, talking about how much you really enjoyed yeah. it. I haven't played it yet. But yeah, you did mention, you know, it was a rough uh, first game. But after that, you you were talking about how brilliant it was. And yeah, I love the original Welcome To. I also have, I think, Welcome To Las Vegas, the, the expansion. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the, or the, the next one. And, yeah. But this is the one I really want to play because everyone that's played this has said there. It's funny. You said you're getting rid of your copy. Pretty much everyone I talked to said they're getting rid of their copy of Welcome To to replace it with this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Great I mean, call. there can be only one, and this is yeah. the one. Oh, and by the way, uh, going back, uh, the uh, one I've got on screen here is their Ding and Dent. So if you'd like a few extra bucks off on top of it, get even more savings, you can get the Ding and Dent, or for a couple bucks more, you can get a full regular version. That's another thing, okay. actually. I, I saw several really cool deals in the Ding and Dent section. But nice. we, we're only doing 10. There's only so many we can talk about. So yeah. what is next? And next is, uh, let's move on to our number two, which is, I mean... One of my favorite games in the last year, Furnace. Uh, I know we mm -hmm. both really enjoyed this one. It had to go on the list. I mean, it's a brilliant game, brilliant design. And actually, we are just talking about this during the pre-show, folks. Um, so don't forget, every Tuesday at 12 p.m., join us for the pre-show on Twitch. Yes. Furnace is an engine-building, resource-management game with a brilliant um, auction mechanism. And we talked about how... 
you know, this game, it's very simple to learn. I mean, it's mm -hmm. easy to learn. It's simple mechanisms. But gosh, there's a lot more going on than you'd expect. There's a lot of depth to this complexity. And I think it's based on that, that really simple auction mechanism. Yeah. Do you want to win the one that you're bidding on or do you want to lose it? You only have one chance to bid on it. And if you win it, you're going to get that building to add to your tableau mm -hmm. or... If you lose the bid, you're going to get resources that are given. And sometimes you want to lose things on purpose and people hose you and give you that building instead. And that's, oh, I love that tension. It's it's a it's wonderful, wonderful game. So smart. Highly, highly recommend it. It's, it's on the, my short list of best of last year, uh, Furnace. Yep, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, that idea that, okay, I'm going to bid on this, but I'm only bidding two because I want you to pay three. I don't want you to get this super cheap. But I don't want to win this thing because I just want to get the steal that if I get, if I lose. Why is nobody bidding? Don't make me have this thing. This won't work with my engine at all. Why? Oh! It's so smart. One of the most clever new ideas. So simple. Yeah, we mentioned yep. it in the extended show because we were talking about simple games with incredible hidden depth. And the first thing I mentioned was Go. And the second thing I mentioned in the same sentence was Furnace. Yep. I didn't know yeah. you were going to be put this on the list, but yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah, again, it's just that the complexity that comes out through the gameplay, you're building your engine. What's great, too, is I, I love this trend. I feel like it's a trend coming uh, recently where designers are really designing these simple yet uh, complex games that play under an hour. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, a furnace takes 45 minutes at most, and it's such a rich satisfying experience and yeah. yeah i highly recommend it that's why it's our number two on the list i completely agree good good call okay. um but we're not done yet folks because there's one more the number one this week and i'll be honest uh some people might disagree this might be a bit contentious but i stand by the number one choice free radicals I think this game is phenomenal because it is actually 10 games in one box. Uh, the, the whole idea is it's set in a far-flung cyberpunk future, but happily, it's a future where everybody's doing well, where humanity is on the rise. It's not all the normal, oh, we got to copy Blade Runner and make sure everything is miserable and dour and depressing. It's a happy, aspirational future we live in. And in this game, every player takes on one role in this futuristic, um, you know, post-scarcity society. And um, every role you play is a radically different game. One player is the farmer, who is literally playing a tiling domino style game. Uh, one player are the executives, who are playing a call a style game. One player can be playing a deck building game. One player can be playing an engine building game. One player can be building a multi-use card game. And um, all players are still intertwined because there is this central board. And one of the main things you're doing with whatever style of gameplay you're playing, whether you're playing, I think I think there was a roll and write as well. There's 10 completely different style games. But the beauty part is you might think, oh my gosh, that's going to be a nightmare. I have to If I sit down and teach this to three players, I have to teach three different games. But it's done so well. It's so well packaged. Each one of these games is kind of a stripped back introductory to engine building or deck building or Moncala or um, there, there's, a, there's a, uh, a fantasy adventure running around fighting monsters and stuff. They're all really simple, easy to learn. And in fact, all you have to do is say, here, oh, you're you want to you play the uh, Moncala game? Here's a piece of paper. Pretty much players just have to read like three or four paragraphs of text and they know the basics of what they need to do. The uh, uh, 
Um, and so you can almost teach yourself. The main thing is the central board, which is this city. Because one of the things we're all trying to do is get enough resources to build more buildings up on this big, colorful city. Because then we can send our workers there and get lots more resources, get lots of points. And the beautiful thing is, often, I could, I could build a city that's going to be really good for me, that's going to help me because I want to use that power a lot. Because every city will benefit one player above all other ones. I'm not going to build that one. I'm going to build a building that I know you want, Ruel. Because then you'll visit it all the time and I'll get huge benefits. There's also this progress meter where you can spend your resources to just increase the knowledge of different factions of society. Um, and the thing is, yeah, I could just increase my own because whoever makes it, whoever is furthest along in knowledge gets a nice big bonus. But that's a way to lose because the rewards you get for increasing your opponent's knowledge and sharing with them is huge. It is much bigger than the points you will actually get for just hoarding all the knowledge to yourself and saying, oh, I got seven points instead of three points for coming in second place. Yeah, great job on those four points. You would have gotten so many more resources if you were helping other players advance their knowledge as well that would help you in other arenas. I love the message of this game. I love that this is a competitive game in a post-scarcity world where victory does not come at the expense of others. Victory is measured in how much can I help my opponents? And then on top of that, everybody's playing their own cool little game and they're all well done. There's a pick up and deliver one. There's something for everybody in this box. And I think it's absolutely amazing. I have heard some people complain that there's no player interaction because none of the the factions feature anything like stealing or attacking hacking or anything like that. Because that's not the future we're living in. It's a uh, post-scarcity society. There's no zero sum. I don't have to succeed by destroying you. I succeed by helping you. Every time I have the opportunity, it's a tough choice. Who am I going to help with this? Um, because of what, how will that benefit me? It's brilliant. It's a lot of fun. It's 10 games in one, and they're all really well done. It's Free Radicals. Number one game of the month for games we yeah, buy right I- now. I've been so fired up to uh, get my hands on this and play it ever since you've been raving about oh it. Oh my gosh, and, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it looks fantastic. You know, it's funny. Uh, so I uh, I stream on Twitch, you know, several times a week, and I've had at least two people message me uh, either in during live or in a private message, Ruel, Free Radicals is on sale right now at so-and-so site. So <laughs> the word is out. So yes. uh, Free Radicals, I'm looking forward to finally playing and, uh, it. It is on sale now here at uh, Fun Again. Well, I hope I don't steer you wrong, but yeah, I, I, I am over the moon with this game. I absolutely love it. But folks, awesome. that's it. Hopefully, amongst those 10 games, you might have found one or two that uh, pique your curiosity. Um, and hopefully, you heard one of us say the secret word, donuts. And if you did, like Ruel said right up front, send an email to contest at rotto.com, not saying the word donuts. We know the secret word is donuts. You don't have to tell us that. Tell us what game were donuts mentioned while we were talking about the other stuff. Put the name of the game in the subject so it can go into the special folder. And again, we will do a drawing for one lucky person to win a $50 gift certificate from sponsor of the show, Fun Again Games. Phew. Okay. All right. All right. Um, that, are, you, are you good to go? You ready for the uh, post show? I'm ready for the post show. And actually, before we log off here, I do want to say again, once again, congratulations on 10 years, Richard. It's a phenomenal achievement. And, you know, I I mentioned this in pre-show. I want to mention it here. You know, I started, I got into the hobby in 2015. And shortly thereafter, I started watching you, the Dice Tower, Rodney, and so forth. And 
if you would have told 2015 Ruel that 2022 <laughs> Ruel would be hanging out with uh, Rado doing a live show, I would have said you were crazy. And so it, it has been an honor. And, uh, you know, I, as I tell everyone else, I learned so much from you, not only game-wise, but, you know, tech-wise. And just, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, we've developed a friendship, and I, I'm grateful for that. And I love the fact that we got to meet at Dice Tower West yeah. last month yes. for the first time in person. And our wives met as well. You know, Michelle, she's so happy with the earrings that she bought from Jen. And, um, you know, so it's, you know, that's the, to me, it's just a, a, a base, a microcosm of, or whatever, of what the gaming is all about, meeting people. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. really means a lot to me that we become friends and also to do the show with you on everything, a regular basis. So everything thank you. right back at you. I mean, I, yeah, you say you learn a lot from me. Hey, you just showed me a bunch of stuff I totally missed. I am an old dog, but you are still teaching me new tricks every week. And over the 10 years, I have done a lot of collaborations with a lot of folks. And I, I, this is not to disparage anybody else. I have always enjoyed sitting down and talking to people, but you blow them all away. You are such a wonderful co-host. I'm so happy to have you every week. You always bring your A-game. You always find something that I missed. You are just the bee's knees, and uh, knowing you in real life, you are just the kindest, most gracious person I've ever met, and uh, it, it is my honor to keep on doing this with you, too. So, Absolutely. Okay, Mutual Admiration Society over! There it is. <laughs> Okay, and uh, folks, <laughs> um, we are going to go do the post-show now, answer some questions and answers, talk about all the other games uh, that didn't quite make the top ten, and if you'd like to check that, again, I in the top right corner of the screen, or follow the show notes for the extended view, but otherwise, Ruel, I hope you have a very good week. Thanks for showing up as always. Thank you for the live audience, and for anybody who watches after the fact, and in closing, thanks to sponsor Fun Again Games. Don't forget, use the code at checkout for one week, R&R, and get 10% off everything to celebrate my 10-year anniversary. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye